0: The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Did you ever want to know about this? Did you ever want to know about that? Well, now you can know about this and that with this on that. I'm Chad Foglin. And I'm Mike Solari, And we're going to bring along a lot of funny people for you to enjoy.
1: Celebrity guests. Musicians. Uh, people who are just weirdos. The guy outside. Our friends. And that's it. And they talk about whatever topic they want to talk about and we join in. So listen to an episode. It's free on iTunes. It's on the Nerdist School Network.
0: You're not coming with? You can't make me. You're right.
1: You're old enough. It's your choice. Right. A choice. Where do I want to be hated? You wouldn't get it. You're passing. My mother was the same way. You can walk down the street. She took me out with her one day. I was so excited just out in the neighborhood with all the other kids. Guess what day it was? What day was it? It was Halloween, so that's my choice. I can be hated by humans because they're scared of me, or by purebloods who want to kill me. It's so easy, it's not much of a choice. Seems to me your family is one place you know you belong. Walk, walk, walk. Hey, I bet you that little girl's gonna miss you. Yeah, well, she's dead by now, or might as well be. They're coming again. I can feel it. It's going to be different this time. Why? Because your friend is the promised one? So you know it's not true. No, I don't. I don't know anything about your people's
0: myths and legends, but I do know Angel, and he's the genuine article. My hero. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. And your people can call him the promised one or the dark avenger. What does it matter? It matters because it's a lie. They put their faith in something, right? You don't have to do if you don't want to. Maybe Angel doesn't know what he's doing. It's possible. But the other option, losing yourself somewhere, hoping it all goes away? I know that never works. Um, How about we go find your family?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the fact that Rife swallows... (laughs) Is a, is a direction.
0: Uh, I mean, this is a transcript, yeah. not a script. No, script. no, no. no. Uh, very but that, fun, was, that was a great little scene. Very I feel like fun. we should use that uh, for auditions. Yes. I'll bring you in. Great. <laughs> so great. that I can sigh before you say Halloween. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Welcome to another episode of Tall, Dark, and Prudy. I'm one of your co hosts, Ryan Mogie.
1: I'm another of your co hosts, Kelly Nugent. And with us today, we have no very special <laughs> guests. This is an empty room except for two people. Mhm. And a bag of a t- the tiniest bag, a
0: very small bag of flaming hot Cheetos. Con limón. Are you a That's the sound. That's not Foley work, folks. That's mm-hmm. the sound of flaming hot Cheetos. Con limón.
1: <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> That's what it says underneath,
0: just in case you were worried they'd be those Cheetos that are soft. Those I mean. soft wet Cheetos. A soft wet Cheeto Maybe worse than yes. like Bran Flakes. No, it's a soft wet cheeto. I, I feel very sick thinking about yeah. that. It's very gross. I'm not a fan of much in the way of mushy food.
1: Texture's like oat- a big yeah. thing.
0: Like oatmeal,
1: avocado, neither are high on my list. Oh, that's why you always ask for no avocado. That is. Peek behind the curtain, everyone. Mm-hmm. Ryan <laughs> always asks for no avocado. I
0: do. Well, because in California, everything yeah. has avocado. Mm-hmm. It's cr- like I went through the first half of my life. I guess a little more than half, not having to say that hardly ever, mm-hmm. just occasionally at a Mexican restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm. But now
0: in, I have to say it all the time.
1: How do you feel about like dipping a chip in guacamole?
0: It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like if it's a, if there's like a spice to the chip, like sometimes there'll be like a chili yeah. powder on the chip. I, it's a nice refreshing thing. Mm-hmm. But my favorite kind of guacamole is the kind that has so much other stuff than avocado in it.
1: That is not really. Yeah. Like the avocado
0: is just holding like all the other pieces together
1: and the other pieces are kind of chunky and big yes okay that's my ideal yeah um
0: there's a place called soul kitchen Mm -hmm. there's a couple of them and they do like a mango salt a mango guacamole that's like mostly it's like big chunks of it's just the the avocado is just kind of holding it all together yeah but i like a bite of avocado it does not appeal
1: yeah some people love it yeah um i like avocado toast yeah uh But for me, usually it has to be on something crunchy. Like I can't just have, um, I'm not as weird about like, like I don't have specific, well, if something is super mushy and only mushy, yeah, I just don't like a boring texture. Okay, that's fair. So like if something is only mushy, I'm not Mm -hmm. interested. I need to add a crunch. But if something is only crunchy, I'm great. So never mind. Yeah. I could do just crunchy,
0: though, you know, you might rip up your mouth.
1: Yes. Uh, If you get me around one of those like family sized bag of salt and vinegar kettle chips, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm tearing up that roof yeah. of my mouth for sure.
0: How do you eat an M&M? Do you bite an
1: M&M or do you let it melt in your mouth? I haven't eaten an M&M in so long. Oh, man. So you know what I'm going to say? Because I-, I used to <laughs> I used to eat. I used to hate chewing candies. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just really didn't like chewing them. OK. Uh, and this is like when i was a kid this yeah. is like a weird kid thing you know kids have that th- yeah like things totally um so my thing was like i did not like chewing candy so i would just like suck on m&ms mm-hmm. i will say that now i would probably chew it okay fair because like when i eat an m&m cookie i chew the i chew everything you chew it all mm-hmm. you don't just let the piece of cookie <laughs> melt and disintegrate in your mouth <laughs> no
0: i prefer sucking m&ms okay like but it does – it messes up your mouth because – Yeah, because it gets yeah, bumpy. There's only, like, that first bit that's a smooth coating and then it becomes, like, crunchy. But I, for me – and I eat m ms I guess, a lot more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the time, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I am biting on an M&M or, honestly, any – if I'm, like, chewing hard on any can any chocolate candy, I know I'm really hungry, not in the mood for – like, I don't need candy. I need food. Yeah. Like, if I'm chewing, I'm like, oh, no, I'm actually hungry. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a little treat that I'm savoring. Yeah. Just like honestly, like, and I will eat a whole bag of MMs. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be, but like, if I eat that whole bag fast, I'm like, oh, I was hungry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, enjo- I'm not like savoring this moment.
1: For me, yeah. Like, if I, because you know that I am not a big sweets person. Right. So if I'm like going hard on some sweets, mm-hmm. that means I'm really hungry. Yeah. Like, I went to El Pollo Loco the other day uh-huh. and I got the family meal for nice. me and my sister, but it came with churros. Mm. And I just ate the churros in the car. Wow, and you that's, were hungry. I was like, "Do you understand what I did? Like, I you do understand how <laughs> hungry I was? I ate churros first, and actually, do like churros a lot. Have you been to Churroboro? Let's, no, I. Should walk... we do a little
0: L-A-B? oh, La Beat? Um, Churroboro, which is on Vermont, mm-hmm. it's right uh, in my hood, right in your hood, between what is the like Franklin it's, and uh,
1: yeah. To be more specific, like probably Prospect? it's yeah, it's it's north of Prospect, south of uh, I'd say. Kingswall? Yeah. Yeah. I
0: was just trying to think where the light is, but I guess there is a light there. It's just It's not just a like a street. long
1: stretch though. Yeah. I think that block is.
0: Yeah, it's a great block. Like if you if you're coming to LA, you haven't been here before, it's a there's a great independent bookstore in there. Mm-hmm. There's a movie theater. Mm-hmm. There are several bars. There are two bars next to each other that look like they should be the same bar, but they aren't the same bar. Are you talking about Rockwell and No, I was thinking uh 17 uh 1780 uh Public House and the library bar, I
1: think it's called or something. Oh, did you know that I did not know they were different.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are two different bars with two different menus. I don't know if they're owned. They just, it, they're two open bars, so it feels yeah, like they're, they're right the next same door. place. Um, but yeah, if people tell you to meet them at Public House and you go to the other one, they're not
1: going to be able to find you. No. <laughs> You're and, lost. I, I don't okay. really like Public House. It
0: feels like a sports bar to me. That's, uh, yeah. My dad and brother were here for like t- a long time in and out <laughs> of uh, town. So they, we went to a lot of different restaurants and bars and stuff. And the last night, my dad went to Public House and he was like, this is my... He was only there for five minutes. And he was like, of all the places in LA, this is my place. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you've been... like, I walked in with him, went to the restroom, yeah. came back, and he was like, nope, this is it. There's there's beer, there's TVs. Yeah. Like, this is my place. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's it's got that, like, could be in any town mm-hmm. feel, mm-hmm. which a lot of LA places try to be LA places. Be to LA. And there's yeah. also Fred 62, which I don't think we've talked about Fred mm. 62 with each other.
1: I feel like, okay... People have very strong opinions about Fred. I have some pretty strong ones. I think they used to be a lot better. Yeah. They made their menu too small and everything's too expensive. And um, basically, I have lived near there for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gone in there, except for oh, wow. one time when I was really needing coffee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't. I don't want to go to brew right now. No. Which also, I don't like brew very much, but we'll okay. talk about that later. Um, <laughs> no, this is... And this... Guys, if you're not from LA, this is
0: one small stretch of street no, that we're so talking small. about right now it's so but it has small. everything like if i lived where kelly lived i may never drive again yeah i don't i don't drive it, i guess a grocery store can you walk to the grocery store yeah albertson's oh, okay but yeah it's not on this block
1: no no you could walk to john's yeah yeah you can walk to john's is like the south end of it yeah and then the north end of it is um albertson's okay
0: um but yeah so fred 62 is a diner that seems like it should be a cool diner yeah. Theoretically. Like the look of it. The look of it. The booze are cool. Yeah. The decor is fine. Mm-hmm. But the prices are ridiculous mm-hmm. for what it is. It's like $16 uh-huh, for, for an entree. An, yeah. For like mashed potatoes and meatloaf. For yeah. Whatever. Which yeah. I'm sure that they are maximizing profits as any business is apt to do. Mm-hmm. But I wish it was like a dive diner. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, I think everyone, see, the thing is, everyone likes, like, a dirty, greasy mm-hmm. spoon diner. Cheap. Yes.
0: Bottomless coffees. Yeah. That's what we want.
1: Yeah. But that's
0: not what Fred 62 is.
1: No, I mean, you could Yeah, there, it's, it's yeah. too much.
0: You're honestly in some ways, better off going to House of Pies.
1: Yeah, I think you're totally which, better off going there, which, that place is also pretty expensive.
0: Yeah, this place isn't cheap either.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's LA. Is not cheap, but, like, they could have a place that's not. I just like. I just want to. I want a Greasy Spoon diner.
1: I know. There's one place that has like aggressively not changed. Yeah. In, on the east side, um, Astro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that place is uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I used to go there a lot. It feels like New York
0: has actual Greasy Spoon diner. Like at least when mm-hmm. I've been there, mm-hmm. and you just you stumble upon them. It's like a coffee shop. Like mm-hmm. they're just on every block. Mm -hmm. You go in, you order your food, read the paper. That's the dream. Mm -hmm. There's no place near my house where I can, that isn't bougie, where I can read the paper and have coffee.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: That's the struggle. Like, there's the griddle, but oh my God, I walked by the griddle today. Okay, we're on a separate block, guys. Sorry. Okay, okay. But the griddle is like a, it's sort of what I want. It's a little expensive, but it's like greasy spoon, uh, open kitchen, Mm -hmm. serves breakfast all day, closes at 4 p.m., whatever. There were literally, like, 50 people outside. It really? Today. I was like, what? It's, it's not, not worth it. It's
1: not. I mean, nowhere is worth it. Nowhere is worth nowhere it. Is is worth it. Saying. Yeah.
0: It's just crazy that people are willing to stand outside for, what, 45 minutes mm-hmm. to have, like, a semi-authentic diner experience.
1: Yeah. I bet, though, like, if you just go into some parts of Glendale, if you go yeah. into, like, you know, like, SGV, any yeah. parts of the valley, there are... It's true like that. It's
0: true. We it's a cost of being in the city.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a city that like I don't know like despite what the show angels tries to portray like Los Angeles isn't a city like New York or like I feel like it's not one of those cities where it's like we're gritty. Yeah. Like everyone here just wants to be the most beautiful that they can be and every, and be mm-hmm. surrounded by beautiful things. Yes. Like it's like whenever I'm in Santa Monica, I'm like, I get it. You're a nice, <laughs> clean city. Yeah.
0: I sort of feel that way about Beverly Hills, too.
1: Oh, it's too much. It's like so manicured. It's too much. Yeah.
0: But also I could see. I'm sure that you're you could be happy living. A person could be happy living in Santa Monica. Surrounded by beauty just all the time.
1: Yeah. It's just like I to me the cost isn't worth it. Financial also, cost or yeah, like the finance. cost in your soul? Well, okay. Cost of my soul, financial cost, nobody wanting to come hang out with me at my place. <laughs> no, I'm um, sure that – here's what I bet it is. I bet there's a
0: lot of people who used to be East Side people or used to be Hollywood people who have moved to Santa Monica. So you would find your own little clique yeah, of outcasts. like
1: recent transplants. Yeah,
0: it would be all people whose friends wouldn't come – yeah, you'd have to only be friends with people over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I were, I I would rather live in, like, Palms, though. Like, I would rather, like, Culver or something. Yeah, Culver City has some cute stuff. They have a lot of cute stuff. And (laughs) I feel like it's a little bit more accessible from, like, here, just freeway-wise driving. Mm -hmm. Because Santa Monica is a lot. And there's no parking anywhere. I don't know. And it's not,
0: like, I feel like you could get more space, maybe, in Culver City than you could in Santa Monica. Oh, for sure. Like, you could have a cottage with a small yard, maybe. Yeah fantasy. Yeah.
1: I mean, Culver is getting more expensive. Uh, maybe you can find that in Palms, but even Palms is starting to get more expensive. Yeah,
0: Guys, it's tough in L.A. L.A. live
1: L.A. live tough.
0: Yeah. Also, there's not... I guess there are some local commercials, but,
1: but it's not... not that, it's not like think, other
0: places I've lived. Like There's yeah. not that many local commercials.
1: There are like five things at play here, right? Mm-hmm. So like one of the things is that we don't get most people, if they have TV, mm-hmm don't have just the antenna right they're fast forwarding through commercials. right yeah like when i grew up i grew up in Torrance, uh-huh. and we didn't have cable but we did have the antenna so we got all the channels. Okay, like a lot of local channels but i didn't grow up watching nick i didn't grow up like Whoa. yeah with any of that so a you lot fake of fake t- it really well <laughs> really
0: like well i would have i feel like a lot of people who grew up not watching tv you know that about them
1: oh yeah i mean i grew up Watching, I grew up like watch. I we got like Fox, UPN, okay. all that. We no, got those. I understand you got the the basic, the not
0: even, yeah, not basic even basic, basic cable. cable. Yeah. yeah, You got the five channels.
1: Yeah, we had like thirteen channels. Oh right, the UHF too. <laughs> so, but I mean, so with that, like you did have some of those local channels. Uh-huh. But nobody really watches TV anymore, right? Not like I mean, is that us people in the of our generation? Yeah, don't really watch TV. I know a lot of people who have, like, unplugged or whatever, and uh-huh. they only have Netflix. Um, Like, I don't have TV.
0: Yeah, I only I, do because it's tangentially related to my job.
1: Yeah. Well, no, if I, and also, like, I used to have TV, and I liked having it. Yeah, I liked having it, too. I
0: think I, I go through a phase of where I call them up, and I'm like, uh, I think this is the end. And they're like, okay, well, what if we give you this really good deal? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, then I'll stay for a little but while. But that's, like,
1: the perfect way, guys, uh, to keep your bills down. Yeah. I just always, like, I will call them, and if you just act really nice, mm-hmm. then they're usually gonna, they're gonna try and find a thing to right, keep exactly. you on. Um,
0: but so, that's the, during that commercial is the first time, the idea of the Dark Avenger, mm-hmm. which is
1: a dumb name Dark dumb, Angel. Dumb. Because he's not really avenging anything. He's, he's protecting he's people. Protecting and redeeming himself. Yeah, he's
0: avenging his own <laughs> self. Yeah, he's avenging his own misdeeds. Yeah, I didn't remember that this was the episode where Doyle dies. Yeah. Uh, until the end of that commercial when he says, Am I done yet? Yeah. And then my heart was like,
1: Oh no. Yeah, he fucking dies.
0: <laughs> we're gonna see the same scene later and Very it's gonna nice. hurt more. Very,
1: uh, that was yeah, sad. It done? was sad.
0: It was also kind of a nice showcase for uh Glenn Quinn because yeah. he it, and that is a challenge, like if you're a it takes a good actor to be able to be so funny as a bad actor. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you're not as skilled, you can overdo it to mm-hmm. where it's unwatchable. hmm But
1: watching Doyle try to be an actor and be bad at it was pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, for him to know that he was being kicked off the show and still, like, give his all. Yeah. I thought it was good. I mean, he mm-hmm. probably, like, you know, knew why he was being kicked off the show. Right. For the listener, it's because of his drug problem. Mm-hmm. And it was affecting his ability to come to set on time, yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera.
0: I mean, and it's interesting because I think there is a there's a different show if he's around longer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but also for like Cordelia's arc, I think it, it's an important moment for her.
1: hmm. Yeah. This episode was called Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, how does this one start? It starts with Cordelia oh. describing the commercial. Right. <laughs> Um, but then she decides Doyle is more of an everyman. Yeah. Well, an angel, says angel just no. won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought it was
0: funny and un Cordelia of her not to suggest herself mm-hmm. as the actress in the commercial. She did. No, she said like an up and coming who's like had some work who's been getting work. That's not you, Cordelia. You're not up and coming. No, but she thinks she is. Or she's she just b- telling people she yeah, is. Yeah. I was like, she's not upcoming at all. No, she's she... an un you could call her an unknown. Yeah. You could call mm-hmm. her uh uh, a new face on the yeah. scene you can't call her up and coming because you have to be like coming
1: yeah you have to be There's, doing some you gotta thing. I mean
0: you have to have, if she's up and coming I'm up and coming yeah like I mean, here, we, here we all are here we
1: all are <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I do um and then the actor uh that seeks out Doyle's help uh huh in the um flashback that he yes. has when he when uh he's like oh the scour- scourge is right. coming um, that actor, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of stuff. He reminds me so much of Chris McGowan. Yeah, I see it so much. I was getting that vibe a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, maybe it's Chris McGowan's secret dad. <laughs> secret dad.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that the Holocaust metaphor is very strong. Yes, I wrote it's
1: holocausty. <laughs>
0: it's so much. It's a lot. From finding the half demons under the stairs yeah. and talking about passing and the mm-hmm. outfits that the scourge wore mm-hmm. and the way Angel does his hair yes, when he's a I was Nazi. Like,
1: why? Are, yeah, I, I just kept <laughs> writing Nazi. Um,
0: there's a lot of Nazi face melting. Like yeah. there's, which I know is more an Indiana Jones than a yeah. Nazi thing.
1: Um, but it was a lot.
0: It was a lot. Um. <laughs> oh, I will say, and we recently uh, watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, the first time together. Mm-hmm. So this might be a ref. Either you're going to get this ref, or we have to watch it again. Okay. But Doyle in the flashback totally had a Pike outfit on. Yeah, no, he He didn't. was dressed like Luke Perry he was, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie.
1: Yes, and, like, their way to make him look younger was to put eyeliner on him. <sighs> it he, was, he was for me. I like it. Like, a, a he, looked no, look. he looked good. eyeliner is good he looked good. But, yeah, so basically... These demons are seeking the help of Angel because mm-hmm. they're like, the scourge is here. We are going to be eradicated because we're a mixed race. Yeah. Because um, there's these Which purists. is
0: sort of weird because you'd think that priority would be the humans. Yeah. Like, yeah, you would think that we'd want to kill all the humans. Yeah. Because they're 100% vermin. Mm-hmm. But
1: that's not what it is. I mean, I guess they just had to figure out a way. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it, their priority should definitely be humans. They <laughs> should try to kill us. Yeah. Um and uh, so they go and of course Doyle's feeling weird about it.
0: Well, yeah. Well, it, I mean, he let his people get murdered, mm-hmm. and I think it's interesting. I, because he was, they showed him already kind of in a dark place, Mm-hmm. and then explained it as he had just found out he was a demon. He didn't know what was up. Uh-huh. I sort of wish they had found him like at his third grade classroom because remember he was a third grade teacher. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Like I wish that this horrible cuz it is a horrible he makes a cho- a choice mm-hmm. and that choice leads to the death of a lot of people. Yeah. And so or maybe it doesn't. Maybe he would they would have died anyway.
1: Yeah, but, but he, that's something he'll never he'll know. He'll never
0: know. So I wish that that was shown as like the thing that tormented him into being kind of the reprobate that we meet. Mm-hmm. Uh but it seems like he's already a reprobate. He's now he's there. just a sadder one. Yeah. And he Oh and there's the shoes
1: I wrote, uh, baby shoes are always sad, yeah,
0: have you been to the Holocaust museum?
1: No, there's a room wait what in the one you, in d c okay, no, uh,
0: there's a room that's all shoes, no oh, shit, it's really powerful,
1: yeah, um, but like, so
0: those shoes were like I was like, oh jeez, yeah, I mean, and I not no, jeez, like we shouldn't. I think it's okay to use the iconography of Nazis mm-hmm. to tell the story. Because it is kind of a shortcut and really like communicates to us the gravity yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um
1: but they were not light-handed. It was a very heavy metaphor. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It was if like let's say if there were was this scourge that was yeah. like trying to get rid of these mixed race demons, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the same themes and issues would be present. Just because, like, that's what happens when, like, yeah, you know, like, passing versus not passing. Mm-hmm. But it really, it kind of was a little bit, like, not after school especially, but, like, a I video think, that you have to yeah. watch in your social studies class. Yeah.
0: I, th- I agree. I, uh, and I think I go back to, if you hate humanity, yeah, why are you copying their style? Yeah. Like, your outfits should not look like human military outfits. Yeah. They should look like whatever is traditional demon clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it a suit of fire? Yeah. How cool, be cool. That be? But like, what... what like well, an angel
1: wouldn't be able to No, he couldn't
0: pass. Them. <laughs> but like, and even the way he does infiltrate just because they randomly trust him. I didn't get why like, they I him I wish in. that it had been like, he's like, I'm in jealous. And they were like, oh, we've
1: heard of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come join us.
0: But... No, they're just like, oh, he's a vampire who wants to join us. I guess we'll let him in.
1: Yeah, I didn't get why they trusted him. Like, maybe there was a
0: cut scene, but it like made it didn't really make any sense because you hate half demons.
1: Yeah, like and- they. I would. I had kind of forgotten how this episode went. Oh, Okay. Um, like the specifics of his infiltration. Yeah, and I was like pretty certain that there was gonna be like they'd be like, oh, you want to join us? Like, let's make an example of how much we hate half breeds and like kill him in front of whatever like why don't you let us extinguish right the- or
0: like have a bunch of half breeds i guess they needed the first mate to be the one who got killed but like have a bunch of people in a cage mm-hmm. that is like on the side of the stage pull one of them out of the cage have them melt the- i mean angel still could have witnessed the same speech but mm-hmm. the idea of like him witnessing it as
1: yeah they recruit it makes no sense also he does a line where i was like if you don't know what he's alluding to yeah like when He's like, oh, he makes every, like the guy next to him is like, oh, I love this guy. He makes everything so clear when the guy's yeah. giving the like Hitler speech. Mm-hmm. And Angel's like, yep, everything's starting to get a little bit clearer. And it's like, <laughs> if someone said that in response to me, I'd be like, wait, are you like, are you a spy?
0: You mean like at a Trump rally? If you're like, yeah. oh, I just like how he simplifies it. Just hate everyone. Yeah. And then the guy next to you is like, yes. Yeah. I'm starting to see how simple it can be. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, wait.
1: Are you what spy? would you do when you're at the Trump rally and this happens to you? <laughs> uh, you mean like every day? When yeah, you're at the every, day, every day. Every uh, day. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I I would kind of be like, are you on our side? Right. Like, I feel like that Nazi guy would have done that.
0: I don't. It's weird, though, because if you believe that what you're hearing is like the the real truth. Right. Like the deeper truth. Wouldn't you I feel like you would just project onto other people. And right. if they right. are hear, hearing that same thing, they're going to have the same. And if you, you say
1: those words, with, I would just hear the words and not the intonation. Sure. Because he, I'm... Sure, yeah. And you
0: already trust this guy. Mm-hmm. We hmm trust, trust him so shouldn't. much. you shouldn't. You should yeah. not trust him at all. Nope. And, like, you shouldn't trust him because you are racist against half demons, mm-hmm. but also because he's a good
1: guy. Yeah. I guess they don't know he's a good guy. The How do so many people... Oh, the commercial's not aired. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I will say that
0: he looks like a different person with that comb-back hair.
1: Well... Yes. He, okay. He looks like a different person with the comb back hair, but also he has his vamp face on like the entire
0: time. No, I think it was the hair. <laughs> Pretty sure the hair was different. But the hair look. it
1: was different.
0: It looked like a uh, a little boy going to church. Yeah, like his mom combed it like that. Yeah, cuz I don't think ad- adult men don't usually comb their hair like that. Not that much.
1: <laughs> like not today. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that hair is like 1962. Yeah. Or little boys. Yes. I feel like moms do that to their kids a lot. Yes, they do.
0: They part it hard on the side. Real hard. With a comb. Yeah. With a comb. Like, and then like from
1: like directly above your ear. <laughs>
0: yep. All
1: the way over. Because they're yeah. also
0: cooking breakfast. So it's yes. like one hand combing yeah, the kid's yeah. hair. Scrambling eggs. Scrambling eggs. <laughs>
1: um oh. But yeah, I was also getting like some serious like trump trumposity. Trumposity vibes, and only because like obviously obviously that wasn't intentional because oh. we are now in 2016
0: yeah I don't think it was intentional I think it's, it's honestly though, I think anything probably anything political and anything that is about um groups of people uniting under the banner of being against other people, yeah would probably trigger those kinds of thoughts,
1: yeah and so like yeah it it really like i don't know boiled down. I guess, yeah, every, like all that kind of rhetoric boils down to like, we're this thing and yep. those are others and we should not be with those others.
0: Right. Which is antithetical to uh, Angel. Right. He, cause he wants every, he thinks we're, he thinks we're all shades of gray. Mm hmm. And then we're all, uh, we all have hope. Right. Or we all could be redeemed. Mm hmm. Um, also, uh, he's pretty intimidating. Angel, with the, yeah, with the ship captain,
1: yeah, he yeah. really threatens to eat that man. He does. He he says, "I'm not hungry," and then walks with his mouth really close yeah. to his neck. And
0: he's like, "But if uh, you don't do what I want, I might get a little
1: peckish." Yep, yep. like whatever, Angel. You would not bite that man. Yeah, you would not. You would try to save him. Yeah, like you save everybody. I know. <laughs> um, I did like that. Cordy lied and said that the debt would be reduced by half instead of <laughs> all it was cute um but yeah like oh also there was a so you know how doyle is like self-hating yes um but then he says like "Ugh, i'm stronger in demon form but i choose to pass yeah and i felt like that was like a kind of a more general statement of like if you accept your culture like you're stronger for it don't try to be whitewashed
0: Yes, I think that was going on. Though I don't really understand what that has to do with a broken neck. Because nope. in demon form, he still has a spine. Yep. So... Uh, magic. Okay, magic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they were, that was the message. I also liked when he's like, yeah, and we're all pretty good at basketball, too.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Mixing our <laughs> okay, metaphors, yeah. I see. All all
0: right. Let's, <laughs> let's throw some new ones in here. Yeah. But I still liked it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I liked it, right.
1: too. Um, uh,
0: and... Cordelia doesn't find out from Doyle that he's a half-demon. No. She finds out from one of the farmer demons. What were they? they some, one of them wore a cowboy hat in a boat, in the bowels of a boat he had a, <laughs> a cowboy hat on. Yeah, they did. They, they seemed
1: very, um, like, American Gothic looking. Yes. <laughs> it was very Dust Bowl. Yeah. They, they, oh, my God. Yes. It was like Grapes of Wrath. Yes. Somehow. Were we watching Grapes of Wrath? Maybe we were watching Grapes of Wrath.
0: M- Grapes of Math. Grapes of Math. It <laughs> sounds like an Animaniac sketch. Yeah um but yeah so but cordy and doyle she confronts him she smacks his face Mm -hmm. as people are wont to do in television yep and says hey you should have told me you were a half demon Mm -hmm. and he's like but you wouldn't have wanted to date me and she's like there's so many reasons i wouldn't date you that is not even top 10 (laughs) i know
1: it was cute that was really cute and she called him short and poor (laughs) she did though he's not that short he's not that she's very tall
0: she's really tall but also we've seen the kind of doofuses she dates. She yeah. dates like Ken dolls. Yeah. With personality true. smash.
1: Yeah. Um, I also didn't see. I like I said, I forgot the details of this episode. Mm-hmm. So I didn't remember that like the ship's first mate was the one yeah. that was like betraying them. And I wrote, whoa, didn't see that coming. I really <laughs> I didn't. I was trying to remember what that note was about. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Um. Yeah. I didn't
0: remember. And even now, because you get, you start thinking about Doyle all the time, but like, how did they actually, did they actually beat the Scorch? Mm. I mean, Angel fought some of them, hand-to-hand combat. That was
1: a weird thing, right? Like, and they were like, they punch, destroyed, punch, punch, punch. Yeah.
0: And then they destroyed the Scorch's machine. Mm-hmm. But like, am I misremembering, does the Scorch become a big bad? No. Like, you would they think this would be in. a recurring evil that we would have to deal with on an ongoing basis.
1: And they don't even destroy the beam. They just turn it off. I mean, I assume afterwards they <laughs> took it apart, right? Here's <laughs> to hoping. No, they just left it
0: in that boat. Yeah, they're just like,
1: we gotta go. <laughs> Maybe they gave it to those half-demon people.
0: For what purpose? there's no, like, non-evil use of that thing. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like they left the scourge to fight another day, but, like, the scourge. Yeah, and I might be wrong. Maybe there's another episode that I'm not thinking of, but no, I don't think we ever wrong. hear from them again.
1: Which they should be a big bad. Yeah, they looked really scary too. With they were their, scary. Like, faces.
0: They were true believers. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, it was confusing because it was like, um, they ju- uh, he's like lock all the demons up. Yeah, and then the scourge comes in, and they're on all, the, all in the boat. Mm-hmm. And angels like punching them. Everyone's being punched or punching, and then they just turn off the beam. Yeah, but then I don't know where they went. I would
0: assume that they would try to kill all of the half demons.
1: Yeah, like they're like, okay, fine, our beam is off, but we're yeah. still strong demons, so we'll kill. We'll them. Just kill them. Like they're farmers; they're not going to do anything. Yeah,
0: else. they're they're from the Dust Bowl. Yeah, they're Dust Bowl half demons.
1: Yes, who are going to an island? <laughs> yes, <laughs> off the coast of Fiji. Ecuador.
0: Oh, you're right. <laughs> I was like, was it Fiji?
1: It was not Fiji. No. <laughs> oh man, if they're going to Fiji, <laughs> we're going to Fiji. <laughs> I'd love to see them like awesome. land there. Um.
0: But, yeah, but in the end, Angel fights them off enough to go find the machine. Doyle and Angel and Cordelia are standing on a platform, and Angel decides to sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. He's going to jump on that machine, mm-hmm. get burned up, all his humanity burned off, mm-hmm. so he can flip the switch by hand. Mm-hmm. That was a really good end of, end of the episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, and everyone... It was crazy that Angel killed himself. Yeah, and... I mean, the rest of the series—it's weird that it's called it's Angel. I guess because
0: they're all living like for Angel now. Yeah. Well, because
1: they end each episode with for Angel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they all like they all sit around yeah. and toast to Angel. Yeah.
1: It's like the last ten minutes of everything. Yeah. Episode. But they're
0: also like, thank God we got to keep this apartment. I know this, like, like, this basement apartment is, is amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Like, I thought it was crazy that Doyle and Cordelia just like hop into bed together in the next episode. Yeah. Well,
1: like, like, guys, we take to, some time. You've got grief. It
0: opens on them like, fucking, yeah, in, that fucking. Basement, <laughs> in that basement in in Angel's bed in the side. know. Sheets. Which I guess, like, he's not going to use it anymore, no. but still. I mean, did he like, ever use
1: it? Yes. Oh, yeah. He slept.
0: <laughs> he sleeps. <laughs> he sleeps. Um, he doesn't sleep in a coffin, Kelly. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, okay, but that was a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. In case anyone didn't know, Angel doesn't die.
0: We already talked that
1: Doyle dies. Yeah, Doyle dies.
0: Uh, Doyle dies because he knocks Angel out and he says, no, I'm going to sacrifice myself. He goes, first, I'm going to give Cordy a big old kiss. Do you think he knows what he's doing when he kisses
1: her? I didn't think he knew. I don't think he knows. Everyone attributes that he knew. No. He does not know.
0: I think he thinks this this super hot chick, I was about to hook up, I was just one inch away from going on a date with, she's here, I care about her. I mean, the real question is, if his ex-wife was there too, who would he kiss? Uh, I think he would have kissed his ex-wife. Yeah, probably. Anyway, but Cordelia's there. Yeah. (laughs) He wants one last kiss. He gives her a pretty good smack.
1: It was like a nice smackaroonie. Mm-hmm.
0: Um... And I think it was her first kiss on the show, right? Yeah. Which was kind of interesting considering what happens in the next yeah, episode. The next but I was like, I was kiss heavy. I was like, hey, Cordelia, finally getting some. Yeah. She's been all like dumb dates with stupid boys I and like, know. all this stuff. And finally she gets kissed. So he kisses her and he's like, we'll never know
1: if yeah. this was the face that you could love.
0: Yeah. Is that romantic? Is that lame? What do we think? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh, right. He says, Well, I guess we'll never know if this is a face that you could learn to love.
0: Yeah. And he like pops out all his demon bo- spikes. spikes His porcupine because he's face. stronger if he does it
1: yeah which is i mean look here's the thing he's gonna die let him say what he wants to say but it is a little bit like really it's, this is the last fucking thing that you're gonna say to me yeah just say i love you yeah
0: say something nice to her that she can carry around in her life instead of i wonder if you're, you're shallow Yeah, shallow we'll never know if you're shallow yeah is not like a great express yourself bud mm-hmm. say something nice to her like this is the last thing you're ever gonna say to her and you say hey i always thought you were pretty shallow uh i guess we'll never know if you actually are uh-huh maybe you're a good person who knows later peace gotta go bye um but the effects when his face burns off is pretty good
1: yeah i forgot how intense it is because it's like the demon part goes away because he gets weaker. Yeah. And then he co- turns into a human and yeah. then he gets like muscle face. He does. And then he gets melty face. Then he's melty face and then he's nothing.
0: Yeah. Um. And the episode ends with Cordelia curled up with the TV right next to her face. It's so close. <laughs> so close. Yeah. Watching
1: his tape. Yeah. And it ends with him saying, Is that it? Am I done? Oh. Which is sad. It is. Very sad. It is really sad. It reminds me of um, like when thing when 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 people, you know, use things out of context from that to sound like at the end of um, that Comedy Bang Bang episode, Mm -hmm. uh, Harris Whittles last episode and they have that voicemail. Yeah. That fucked me up where he's like, I'm calling from heaven. They've got a lot of ice cream here. Yeah. I think I started crying in my car.
0: Oh, that whole episode is because that's the episode that opens with Scott Aukerman. Yep, like a week yep. after his friend died,
1: talking about it. It's very, it's a, it's like, it's very powerful. It's, uh, I've kept that one episode on my phone since it was released, and like I, I go through and delete it all the yeah, time, yeah. and like that one will always stay. Even like I can always re-download it. Yeah,
0: but. <laughs> I at some point in the last year did like listen to all the farts and procreation, mm-hmm. back to back to back to back. Like not like not sitting alone in a dark room. Like <laughs> <laughs> over the like it was just what I was listening to. Um, they're pretty funny.
1: They're really good.
0: He was a very 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 funny man.
1: Yes. Very 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 funny. Um, uh, but yep, yeah.
0: So, it is it's interesting the things that when you when someone is gone, things all of a sudden have meaning mm-hmm. that didn't like everything is imbued with meaning because we don't like to think about it, but in our daily life everything is finite, right? Like we're all yeah. going to die or we're all going to someday not be here. Mm-hmm. So everything we do is part of, is like a sand is sand in an hourglass. Yeah, um, like <laughs> it's Dust cheesy, but I. In the wind. But we, but it's true. Yeah, so like, but like, when someone dies, it's like that becomes so sharply. It comes in so sharp relief because you now can see the finite part of how finite their life is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: like this moment,
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: is part is part of a not an ending
1: story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like. Um but and and we even kind of see that at the beginning of Parting Gifts mm-hmm. when Cordelia's like trying to find meaning yeah. in things that like I think there is like a thing where sometimes you're like god like I wish that this person had left more things mm-hmm. and like I think it also is kind of discussing how like sometimes like the only impact we leave on people is like uh their memories and whatever right. and like I think that trying to ascribe, I I don't know, maybe Cordelia's attempt to like try to find his special mug or like yeah. whatever is like our futility and like trying to ascribe meaning to like things.
0: Yeah. When my grandmother died, I came home with like not like from the hospital, mm-hmm. I uh, but like after. We cleaned out her house and stuff. Yeah. I came home with, like, a car full of things. Mm-hmm. And some of them were, like, was, like, yarn because I mm-hmm. knit. Or, like, uh, so there was a lot of, like, craft projects and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, or things that she had wanted me to have or whatever. So, like, it was – some of them were, like, either, func- either practically useful or, like, functionally useful. Mm-hmm. But there were other things that were, like – I had these, like, hula girl – doll things that she had made for like uh she was in a senior citizen sorority thing mm. i still don't really understand what it is but it's a sorority <laughs> not from her college but like that she was in as an adult anyway so like she had made these for like some event and honestly i don't even know if she made them but they were these little hula girls and they were cute <laughs> and they were like made of paper yeah and so i had those in my closet for like a year yeah and they they weren't a shared memory between me and my grandmother no they weren't like they weren't they had no meaning except whatever I was ascribing to them. Mm-hmm. And it was such like a... Uh, it was... Uh, eventually, I got rid of them. Yeah. But, like, it was like, why Why am I carrying these around in my life? Yeah. Because they were a thing of hers. But, like, I have actual... I have things that, like... Yeah. Have meaning and memories and, exp- like...
1: Yeah, and you don't even really know the connection that that no, thing had with her.
0: Right. But I'm, like, inv- I'm creating this thing
1: mm-hmm. for
0: it. hmm So, I feel like I... I absolutely, like, understand that impulse of Cordelia's.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. Because when someone, yeah, when someone's gone, you want proof that they were in your life. Mm-hmm. For sure. And she's kind of, and I, and so the episode kind of opens with her, well, it opens with oracles. Oh, right. And they're like,
0: sorry. <laughs> which is kind of necessary. Like, it sort yeah. of reminds me of, like, did you read Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, the way that the Time Turner, which mm-hmm. they ha- they've now dealt with in this eighth thing but like it was kind of an open thing because if you have a magic device that lets you go back in time and change things why would anything bad ever happen yeah why would you let anyone die I didn't read Cursed Child okay well did you they exist yeah it was good um it, it closed the loop on the time turners for me <laughs> <laughs> which was like a big thing because like and yeah. the third book is my favorite book but anyway in Harry Potter there's these things these like clocks that you can use to go back in time hmm and change what happens mm-hmm. so like I felt like that's kind of a dangling thread in a story where lots of people die mm-hmm. where horrible things happen, where people make mistakes based on faulty information that they have, yeah, like if you had a if you had a time machine, God, so much miscommunication you in could, that series. I know you could <laughs> fix all of her you could go back you could go back to the beginning
1: you could you could murder Voldemort as a baby, yeah, you could <laughs> you could snap that little baby neck, Tom Riddle be gone, um spoilers, oh. <laughs>
0: Someone is halfway through book two and is like, oh no! <laughs> they're,
1: they're reading it while listening yes. to this podcast. And they're it's like, flipping they through. first see the name tom Riddle and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay
0: but in the same way the oracles are that same thing of like it's kind of a MacGuffin, like or not yeah. a MacGuffin, it's kind of this like magic pill so yeah, yeah you got to explain why we can't just go back and fix everything yeah. all the time
1: yeah and oracle's answer is because i said so yeah well yeah and they're just like it's not meant like this yeah this is just the way it's supposed to be yep and i do like it makes more sense that they're just kind of like the conduit between I guess it was Doyle, but yeah. now Angel and the powers that be mm-hmm. where they're kind of just like, mm, like yeah. that's the way it's going to be. We can't really give you much info, but, um, sorry.
0: Yeah. And honestly, last time you were here, it was for a reason that was about other people. And yeah. this time you're here
1: cause you're selfish. yeah, Cause so, you missed your friend.
0: Yeah. And your friend who had a good death, yeah. which that's an interesting thing that comes up in this with Doyle. And it, it comes up with, in Buffy at different points too, of like, if someone dies a heroic death, mm-hmm. are you, is bringing them back or having them around, pulling them back, undoing that heroic death, is that really for them? Right. Because everyone dies. Yes. Like, the best yes. thing you can do, right, is dying, saving people.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. I I mean, we'll talk about this a lot,
0: I think, on our sister on podcast. But it's interesting that it gets brought up here with Doyle. Yeah. Like, is it, you know, they say he had an honorable hero's death. You want to take that away from him? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well,
1: no. Yeah.
0: But I want him here? Yeah. I want to see his face and talk to him.
1: Yeah. it's it. Th- this is like a weird, this is a tangent, but um, have you ever played any of the Mass Effect games? No. Okay. So there's this one part in the first game where you basically have to choose between two people. One of them's going to die. Okay. And they're going to die this heroic death. Yeah. And one of the characters is like this spunky, like I really like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I think she's really great, but she is someone that has, well, she has, she's a little bit racist towards some aliens, which is a little bit okay. annoying. But- She's someone who is always feeling like she has to prove herself mm-hmm. because her father, or her grandfather, or something like did something dishonorable in the okay. army. So she's like always trying to prove herself. And then the other is this fucking white bread, boring ass guy. Yeah, that is like he's so boring. Yeah, so so boring. And every time I choose to like let her, yeah, give her the t- end of her story. Yeah, and the thing is, in the rest of the games, now then you have to that yeah. white bread guy comes back, and you're just like, I don't know, like whatever. Yeah, but. I'd rather have her, I don't know, she yeah. she finally gets, like, this she thing. gets this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, everyone's just going to fucking die anyway.
0: And I'm not a, I, I mean, in the story of Angel and Buffy, there is this sense of an afterlife. There is this sense of peace that happens when you die. Like, this mm-hmm. idea exists. I don't know if I fully am invested in that in real life. Yeah. So in real life, I want you to come back because even if, like, Kelly, if you die tomorrow, yeah. I want you to come back because I want you to, like, get to eat Some Flaming Hot Cheetos again. Koleman Crunchy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want you – because I only really – this is kind of heavy. But I only really believe in, like, what I know is true, which is, like, the experiences we have in in Mm -hmm. this life. So, like, I want you to have all of the good, pleasure, happy, good feelings you can have in Mm -hmm. this life. So I'd want to bring you back, but only because I don't think that you're in a
1: better place. Right. Well, no. (laughs) It sounds mm -hmm. like I just said I think you're going going to hell. hell? (laughs) But I don't think that – I
0: mean, (laughs) maybe everyone – maybe there is – an afterlife and i'm mm-hmm. just wrong but you don't know i don't know i, I know I, that if yeah. you're here you can eat cheetos and be happy i know mm-hmm. that if you're here we can do an episode of hell mouthy and laugh like yeah. i know that if you're here there's like and not everything you do has to be with me
1: <laughs> like, i know that if, if you're, you're here, here you're living in my closet and i'm feeding you oatmeal <laughs> under the door
0: <laughs> no but like if if a and i and a, is it is weird to talk about you're you being dead so okay. like with anyone if they're here, I know that good things can still happen for them. They can still have good moments and enjoy it and be happy, which makes me happy. Mm. Whereas if they're gone, they can't be happy anymore. Right. And that makes me sad.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I, uh, thank you. I, <laughs> uh I actually, like, I agree, too, because, um so sure, like, Angel and Buffy and, like, everyone kind of knows, like, at least has an inkling mm-hmm. that there is some sense of something yeah. else um but i also don't know that um my leaning is no mm-hmm. and so i don't know i would always try to bring someone back if it meant that overall things are going to be pretty good like if a person is like doing um i don't know they're like terminally ill and they're doing oh, like sure. assisted suicide oh, then oh, fine. Wait, sorry
0: yeah, yeah i'm not trying to stop you <laughs> from dying if you want to be dead yeah but if a person doesn't really want to be dead yeah well honestly if you got hit by a car Mm-hmm. I s would it would be worth it to bring you back to be like, hey, you died. Yeah. You're back now. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be dead? hmm Cause if you want to be dead, that's another thing we can talk about. Yeah. But like, I'm did you betting.
1: What's up, Cal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I, I think,
0: yeah, if somebody I don't know, because I do think sometimes su- or a lot of times, suicidal thoughts are a byproduct of a mental problem. hmm So I don't know. Now, now I'm thinking of like, do people who have major depression disorder, should they be, should we force them to be on medicine? Should we let them kill themselves if they want? Even if they were healthy, they wouldn't make that choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, that comes to like, uh, do we think that like, like at, that's such a tricky thing. because It's like, at what point on the spectrum of like severity mm-hmm. do we consider you to be unable to make those decisions? Yeah. And also technically, I mean, we're living in a world where suicide is not legal right so i mean the law would argue that but i don't think that we necessarily live in a world where law always goes with hand in hand with ethics Um, right but that being said like yeah i mean i think if because if you are so i mean we've all been there when you're like really racked with depression Mm -hmm. you're not thinking about things Rationally, or right. like in a in a balanced and fair way, like mm-hmm. everything has fifty shades of terrible to it. Yeah, like so, I don't know. That's tricky because it's like at what point do you become? uh I'm forgetting the word. Um, uh, like not allowed to make decisions for yourself. Or something? Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing because
0: like also like when people have like schizophrenia. Yeah. Should all schizophrenics be forced to take medicine? Because they're more likely to hurt themselves or hurt other people if they're not on medicine, mm-hmm. or maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's just like what. Because I don't have any schiz—I don't know any schizophrenics in my family or anything.
1: Um, you are more likely. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it seems. I mean, that's. Yeah, it also seems like people. I don't know. It seems like a, a something that like both society and your you would be better off if you're on medicine. But also, do I feel like people should be forced to take medicine? That sounds. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like that, or not ridiculous? Think, but that sounds so like. Um, journalistic Yes. Like 1984. Yeah, exactly. Um, or like something the scourge would be into and I don't know. They brush their hair
1: cute, but like I'm not into it. <laughs> um yeah, I mean it's it's so tricky cuz it's like I think everyone usually can agree, right? Like yeah. if the lives of others come mm-hmm. into play, yes. like sorry. Yeah. Like we ha- like we have to protect those people. Yeah. And I think from what we've seen as far as like um I forgot what it's called, but um like how California deals, like the state of California deals yeah. with uh, mental illness mm-hmm. and um, like forcibly putting someone into an institution. Yeah. If the person doesn't want to go and they're not actively harming another person, mm-hmm. you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I think the state cares less about individuals and themselves than they do about individuals harming others.
0: Right. Which is. Which like makes sense, yeah. Just like businesses are going to care more about profits than people, Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Like their bottom line is that's why they're that's why they are there, right? I it mean, it to make yeah. money. So like the government is there to take care of the people at
1: large, yeah. It so, aims like, to be of utilitarian. Course, yeah.
0: So like it it's natural that it's going to place the interests of its own um, of the reason it exists over. The interests of individuals,
1: mm-hmm. and I think there is also just like this other this idea of like if you are just walking around living your life, yeah. We we aim to live in a world where like you can just walk around and live your life yeah. without having someone harm you. A hundred percent. Um,
0: I mean, and there, are, yeah, it's scary. I mean, I think that's part of why things like uh, genre fiction, like Angel, are are easier to take in some ways because yeah. it is about like a world in which yeah there are dangers there are these bad things but there's like a person who's out there trying to protect you or a group of people who are working to figure out how to stop the bad guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it yes. Yes, when it, when when like we have the idea that like there is like there is going to be someone to protect you. Mm-hmm. Also like it's just somehow more palatable when you take like these real issues yeah. and you genreify them because mm-hmm. it's like not as scary because it feels less real. Sure. Like and there's like, yes, I, I think it goes both ways. Like, you can watch this stuff and be like, wow, that's so real that they took... Yeah. Like, these real human things can happen even in a world where there are vampires and mm-hmm. whatever. But also it's like, I don't know, I feel like placing it in genre is kind of like escapism a little bit because it... Yes.
0: Well, and in this... I mean, this is the the last act that I want to talk about. We also have to talk about the rogue demon hunter. Oh, my of God. Of it all. Um, but it's weird. There's an auction at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, end of this episode. Mm-hmm. In which Cordelia mm-hmm. is sold. And the show does not want to acknowledge the idea of slavery. No. The idea of sex. Yeah. Uh, slaves. Yeah. Or the idea, like, it doesn't want to acknowledge all of that. Mm-mm. But what's happening is a person is being sold at auction. Mm-hmm. One of our characters, and, like, the show doesn't want to deal with that Mm-mm. of it. But I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about, like, yeah, let's pretend, like, everyone wants her eyes.
1: Mhm,
0: and no, she's about like, like it, yeah, she would be tortured,
1: raped, and murdered, mhm, that's what, or maybe not murdered, maybe tortured and raped for and years kept, and years around. And years. yeah, and it is it is weird that like she is seen as like this anomaly mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: when um when it's like, look, we know that this kind of shit happens in our world now, yeah. the fact that like there's this world with demons who are evil, yep.
0: Who murder each other? Yeah. We saw one demon murder another demon yeah. for, for. For, uh, what do you call it? To place bids. Bidding hires. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was doing sign language. Yeah. I made Kelly play charades. Yes. <laughs> one word. No, two words.
1: <laughs> two words. Um, but yeah, like it's, it was, it was weird because it was like, okay, so like we know that our world right now sucks. Yeah. This is a world with evil demons who kill each other. Uh huh. And kill people. Yep. And yet. She's treated as like this anomaly. Like they're like we yeah. have this human person, but and- not even like they don't even acknowledge.
0: I don't know. Again, it just felt so unacknowledged. Like I don't know if it would have been better if they had a throwaway line like, "Oh, we're not selling the woman. We're selling her eyes. Don't be gross."
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if
0: they had said, like if someone had been like, "Ooh, how much for the girl?" And They're like, "We're not selling the girl. We're selling her attribute. Like don't mm-hmm. don't be gross, dude." Yeah, this isn't that kind of auction. But instead, it was just like we're just going to leave that. So. I mean, Wolferman Hart does win, but if someone else had mm-hmm. won, we're supposed to just be I mean, also, okay, and maybe I just had to rape on the brain because <laughs> when when the fight between and I didn't write down his name, Buddy, what was his name? The demon? Randy? The remember. sleazy demon. Sleazy demon, the way he attacks her in that kitchen.
1: The, oh my god. I it, was ugh. Did not like that. I didn't like it either.
0: It felt very like it felt very like assaulty.
1: Mm-hmm. was he was like bending her over the table had her arms behind her yes. back then turned her around like was like getting really yes. in her and space. really
0: personal about his attack. His mm-hmm. attack was like not she wasn't he wasn't treating her like uh, if you found an elephant's tusk. Mm-mm. He wasn't treating it like that. Mm-mm. He was treating it very personally and like I have power over you. Yeah. I was like I woman. was
1: like worried for Charisma Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Watching that, I was like, oh, God, poor woman. She had to, like, go yeah, through that. Yeah, do that scene. And then do the auction scene,
0: which I know nothing lascivious happened. And maybe it's just my brain. Maybe I watched too much SVU. Mm-hmm. But, like,
1: yeah. It was so disturbing. It just, like, it was a very, <laughs> like, it reminded me of how, like, nice people from the Midwest don't like to talk about mm-hmm. bad things. Right. Like, it was like, no, this is just, like, a fun storyline. Right. Like, but. It was like, yeah, but n- you're selling a woman.
0: Right. I think if they had just said, we're selling her eyes.
1: Yeah. I think if they had just if, said- yes, if they had said, we're selling the and eyes. And she was like, how are you going to. And then they show the. Pew pew yeah. Thing. And then maybe she was like, I don't. Oh,
0: you can't sell me. And he was like, we're not selling. The rest of you is for the trash. Isn't going to mm-hmm. go in the trash.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know why that seems less gross to me than Well, because <laughs> the, the, they did say a line that was kind of gross where they were like. You can take out the eyes, you can sever the head or you can keep her around as a servant. And I was like that's not a servant. No. No, it's as not a, a servant. Slave. It's a
0: slave. Maybe it's cuz I've seen taken and they have that auction scene I with the sex taken. slaves. I have seen taken. Because do you know the plot
1: that the Girl,
0: a little the guy's daughter gets taken yeah. while she's in Europe, Liam Neeson's daughter. Uh-huh. And then she gets she ends up with these sex slave traders and then they have like they have an auction
1: gross. for her.
0: Yeah. Gross. It's really gross. So maybe that's what, like maybe I just I'm too, like, I don't know. If it have was, because I feel like if it was Angel, I wouldn't have had that thought. I think because it was, it was because it was Cordelia mm-hmm. that it
1: felt. Well, because it, it is different. Yeah. It's different if it's a a woman.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm um, sorry, what were you saying?
1: I was going to ask if you'd seen Skyfall. I heard yes. that, mo- isn't that movie, like, really, like, rapey and gross? Because he has sex with a sex. <sighs> yeah, that
0: part of it was really bad. Okay, so he's James Bond. Mm-hmm. And he meets this woman. And at first their relationship is kind of, like, he's just trying to, She's seems to be working for the bad guys, but then when he helps rescue her, he finds out that she wasn't really working for them, that she was essentially a sex slave since she was, like, tw- 12. Mm-hmm. I don't think she calls it a sex slave, but she's like, he killed my family. I think he killed her. Whatever. He bought me. He has me. I do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. I'm not his girlfriend, essentially. Yeah. And then... He's like, oh, heavy shit. I mean, he's James Bond, so he yeah. probably says that in a British accent. Yeah. And then she, this upset me so much. He, she goes to take a shower. This is what was described to Yes. And he just comes into the shower. They've never kissed. She's never said, I find you sexy, James Bond. She was kind of doing a sex pot thing before she was being honest. Yeah. So, like, maybe he's remembering how she was when she was pretending. Mm-hmm. But, like, he comes in and just, like, goes for it in, the, in her That's while she's showering. That's unacceptable it's so effed up because like if all you I mean honestly if you just reversed it yeah I mean it still would be like you know this girl has like weird sex issues yeah but like if she came to him while he's in the shower and she was super aggressive I'd be like all right maybe she's like reclaiming her sexuality no no and it was I mean she doesn't cry or anything
1: yeah but like even if even if he like is like this is the situation and mm -hmm. she's like okay that's not good because he knows the power mm -hmm. dynamic and he knows that she's been socialized to accept sex always yep Ew. Yeah. It's really James gross. Bond. And it's also like And then doesn't she die right after? I mean they
0: always die. But yeah, I think I don't think she dies. she dies a. L- it takes a little while for her to <laughs> die. Uh there's a couple scenes. But it's just it's also I think the reason things like this and like on one hand, yeah, it's a stupid James Bond movie. But it's also people are watching this movie yeah and are being socialized to think that this kind of behavior is okay. I don't whether or not I'm a rape survivor. You are not welcome to come into my shower nope. and and grab, and manhandle me. No. And if you're bigger, th- if you're like physically overpowering me too, Mm-mm. no. I mean, that's why I keep knives in the shower. But like, if I didn't, <laughs> so I
1: keep my IKEA magnet thing with all my <laughs> knives on it. That's really scary. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, okay, what if you slipped in the shower, <gasps> and you just grab a knife. Oh my god! And it's like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm also thinking, like, what if I have, like, oh, I go on a nice day. We come home, back yeah. to my place for a nightcap. Yeah. He's like, can I use your restroom? Sure. At the bathroom door. And the shower <laughs> door's open and there's a metal thing with All butcher's knives. Knife. I mean, oh, no. A bread knife, of course, because that's, like, the yeah. most important knife. Yeah. It's a- serrated. I was going to say that. It's serrated. Yay. Um,
1: um, yeah, I don't
0: actually have a knife in my shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would weed out the wimps,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, I know you want someone... If you can't <laughs> handle knives in the shower, you can't handle me. What do you think of that? Okay, this is... We can bring it. Back, handle, me but yeah. handle me at my worst. Yeah. I hate that. I, I also hate it. I hate it because I don't like when people... And I, I I say people, but you see it much more often with women that mistake empowerment with being awful. Yeah. And it's like... First of all, it's like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. First of all, we should all be striving to not be our worst. Yep. Right? Like, yes, it will happen. We will Mm -hmm. all be our worst. Mm -hmm. But the goal is, hopefully, that you're always on a journey of self-improvement and that you're always getting better. So hopefully this person is experiencing an upward trajectory with you rather than you being like, "Mm, I'm just always going to be this way. So what if it was – okay, I agree. You should never – the idea that you can't,
0: and the deserve part is kind of gross. Yes, but what about if it? If you pl- I, what if you played with it? And it was if you don't what What is the first one? If you don't like me,
1: if you, uh, if you can't handle me, if you
0: can't handle me at my most needy, you don't deserve me at my most supportive. Well, that – do you think that I would does that, that work? Okay, because I feel like if you change, because I do think there is a thing of like you, I'm gonna, there has to be a yin and yang to a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm like. I can play this role for you, but I'm sometimes going to need something from you too. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. And also like, I, I think that's important. I think also like that, like it's not always going to be like rainbows and sunshine. Right. In a relationship. Like mm-hmm. there are going to be times when you need to support each other. Yeah. And
0: I mean, I'm holding out for rainbows and sunshine all the time. Are you <laughs> saying that that's not a good plan? <laughs> no. Oh shit.
1: Got to reevaluate uh-huh. everything. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but oh, there was sorry. something. No, no, no. It was like falling out of my head.
0: It's also form. linked. That quote is also linked to me so tightly. And I don't even know if she actually said it. Marilyn but it, Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. And the Marilyn Monroe thing is so weird because part of, to my mind, the tragedy of Marilyn Monroe or like the thing that's kind of sad about her is how much she was commodified. Yeah. Especially by, like, and the the male-dominant culture at the time. Mm-hmm. And the, even the men she was with, she, they're, like, it, at least in the things I've read, which, you know, mm-hmm. she and I were not, I never knew her. <laughs> um, but it seems like there was, like, always a power dynamic that was uh, mismatched and, like, the, that she was not always seen uh, as a full person. Right. Right? And so, like, but I feel like The the women, the modern women who uh, embrace Mona Monroe are just commodifying her in a different way. Mm -hmm. Like they're using her for their own purposes. Right. They're
1: using her like iconography. They're using her like something that they're attributing completely on like like they they, and it's hard because she is or she was so beautiful Mm -hmm.
0: and striking and iconic. Like all of those things are true. (sighs) But I feel like she's she's just being commodified by another group of people.
1: Mm hmm. Well, I think yeah. Like, if you really think about like what she was to men, mm-hmm. and like what she was to our culture, which was mostly at the time men, mm-hmm. um, her, the commodification of her, and like mm-hmm. not seeing her as a person, and then the yeah. sheer loneliness that results from that, like mm-hmm. that, like I feel like people just think like, oh, tragedy, she was taken from us too soon, yeah, sort of thing. When it's like, man, no, like it is deeply sad mm-hmm. when you think about her struggles with depression her inability to connect to people like that and and yet being like people feeling like they had this connection with not necessarily her but like yeah. with understanding what she represented to them mm-hmm. and that kind of sucks so i mean i don't kind of <laughs> um but yeah i don't know it's uh it she will never not be commodified yeah i think that's true um which is sort of
0: it's own level of tragedy.
1: I, uh, I overheard this woman walking down the street. I uh, love overhearing either fights or people talking shit yes. about someone. So these, this couple walked by and they were like angrily walking away. And the woman says, she's just such a fucking cunt. I just, I don't really like her. Which I was like, that doesn't track. Like no, you need you to hate-, hate this woman. Yeah. You went really strong and then stepped it back. Yeah, and then you're like, I just don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> she's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like more than 45 minutes at a time. Ugh. That I
0: don't use that word very often. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think now. If I, I guess I have we set. I feel like if someone else says it, I might say it in a.
1: Uh, I have definitely said it okay. on air.
0: I don't. I guess here's the thing. I, it's like most name calling. Mm-hmm. I tr- say, any time you call someone a name of, I mean that one is heavy, but like any name in anger is mm-hmm. not really cool.
1: No, like you're not being I a very nice person. Super agree with you. I've never ever use that word no to describe a person when i'm mad at them Mm -hmm. i've never called that to someone to their face yeah or yeah i would just like i do it when i do that fake voice when i'm like oh you're fucking serious yeah like that thing but like that's usually when i'm not actually it's not really ever about anyone in particular it's Mm -hmm. usually about some fictional person yeah i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever called someone that i just don't call people names I usually no. use descriptors that are too real.
0: Yeah, I get real.
1: Like, I'll just be like, oh, um, you're just, uh, you're so obsessed with the adoration of strangers that you forget the people you're around when you're <laughs> around strangers? Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Or I'll use descriptors. Like, I'll be like, you're selfish. Yes. You're, you know.
0: What do you think of in fights saying you're acting like a bitch instead of calling you a bitch? Is it as bad as calling you a
1: bitch? Mm. I just, I really don't like being called a bitch. I really don't either. But. I can't say that I haven't called someone that though, like I have. I, I think I have in anger called said someone you're acting like a bitch. I never mm-hmm. said you're a bitch, or I'll be like, <laughs> just when you just now said that, it would like, wait, my heart went. Pum, oh, Pum. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll call my cats that.
0: Oh, but you don't mean it. Yeah, I, that's no. the thing is, I feel like I call someone a bitch, but it's usually like I don't mean. I'm not saying it out of. Vit- I'm not like so mad that I. Bitch comes yeah out. it's more like oh you're a fucking bitch yeah
1: or uh, whatever or, like i'll call people messy bitches a lot <laughs> or like dirty bitch yeah but that's like first of all it's our word <laughs> like bitch if a man calls me a bitch i'm like what the fucking shit
0: here's the thing if you call me a bitch e- and you call me a bitch out of your anger yeah either i pity you i disconnect i think i disconnect from you no matter what because i'm like yeah. oh because i mean sometimes i am kind of i can be mean Yeah. So, like, if you call me a bitch when I'm being mean, I'll be like, "All right, (laughs) that I was probably being mean." Yeah. But if you call me a bitch because I'm aggressive, because I'm don't agree with you, I hate that. It like, but it also like just changes the dynamic between us because now I am superior to you. Yes,
1: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You've lost all your. You've yeah. You've shown your cards. You've shown your cards. You, you're
0: not. You're not. We're not on the same level. Right. It's sort of like, and I think I we talked about this at some. We talk so much. We talk so much. Um. But like, if anyone ever calls me intimidating, mm-hmm. like I wasn't trying to intimidate you before,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: now I've just found out we're not on the same level. Yeah, so I'm done. Yeah, that sounds so horrible, but it's kind of it's how my brain works. So if you call me a bitch, I'm not you, but if a dude yeah. calls me a bitch, most of the time my thought is, oh, so you're a pretty limited person, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, like well, oh, I guess I don't need to worry about so fragile. I yeah, see. I guess I don't really need to worry about pleasing you because. Yeah. Your opinion's not really worth that much to me anymore.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's like, oh, well, like, I guess I don't want to please you because pleasing you in your definition means being what? A wet doormat? Yeah. Or yeah. like
0: agreeing with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. so
1: now I know what you have to offer and goodbye.
0: <laughs> Which I don't say these words, but I think no. it comes out.
1: Uh, through your eyebrows.
0: <laughs> My eyebrows. Your eyebrows will shoot reveal this. of condescension.
1: Shoot <laughs> <laughs> No, for me at most, I'll just be like, what the fuck? Like, I'll say that. I'll be like, what?
0: I. I also, I mean, I do my eyebrows, but I also, I employ silence in moments like that, too. Yeah, you do. Just like, you just, like, soak in what you just said. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, so why don't we think about it,
1: the two of us, together. <laughs> I actually got really mad at a guy um, because these two cars were trying to park. Did yeah. I tell you
0: about this? I don't know.
1: It was, like, on my street, so I'm uh-huh. always peeking out yeah. and, like watching conflict. Um, but this woman, like, the, okay, so these two people are going for this spot. This guy's okay. going the opposite way of the direction of parking. So he tries to you turn around. She's like there. So she starts parking in it. And he was like, you fucking bitch. He's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you.
0: No. And
1: I like was like, oh, my God. Like, is this girl okay? Like, that's like a terrifying thing to have a man scream at you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you because of a parking spot. Yeah. And he was like honking the whole time. Like, it was insane.
0: Again, now I'm doing that. Total snotty thing. Or in my mind. I'm like that pathetic little yeah. man.
1: Yep. No. I'm like, have fun. Go have fun at your fucking brunch wherever you're going. Yeah. I hope you don't have a girlfriend who doesn't
0: know this about you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're like, oh cool. Like, uh, you're a, you're not a good person. You're making your parents really proud right now. Uh huh.
0: Great. Well, maybe you're like misogynistic dad.
1: Yeah. Maybe he but loves you. Your
0: mom's really sad. Yeah. She can't tell you that she doesn't really love you. She wishes she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's still listening, <laughs> if we haven't turned off all our listeners. <laughs> We talked about there's no afterlife. Yeah, we talked about everything. Everything. We're really like doing it. Partying gifts. <laughs> so Cordelia is kissing everybody. Yeah, she is because she thinks, and it's true. When you watch Hero, when they kiss, you can see like, like the, the little magic. Spark. Yeah, but I don't. Th- I think Doyle was just getting a taste of Cordelia. Yeah, Which, their kiss is pretty good. She, all of her kisses
1: are good kisses. The yeah. one with Wesley, I was like, damn, what the shit. I was like that. Like, I what know. happened with him? Because their you think first kiss was. He lost his virginity. <laughs> yeah, he probably fucked some dirty demon woman.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, she wasn't even half demon. demon. No, she was all full demon,
1: dirty demon. <laughs> and she said, "If you can handle me at my worst, get on this post. first." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing a rhyming thing. We weren't. That
0: would have been better. Uh, well, worst and first rhyme.
1: Mm-hmm. First, the worst. Second, the best. Third, the nerd. Fourth the dork, fifth the uh, something. Oh,
0: I thought it was fourth the
1: pretty, pretty princess. Oh,
0: is it? First the worst, second the best, third the nerd, fourth the pretty, pretty princess. Maybe I just would say that because I was fourth sometimes.
1: <laughs> yes, people would be like,
0: fourth, and you'd be like, pretty, pretty princess. <laughs> That's me. No, no one has. I think my brother thinks of me as the princess in the family because anyone who gets something they want and it's not him, he thinks they're spoiled. Mm-hmm. But I'm I've pretty, pretty princess was not
1: something, a label anyone ever put on me no. my whole life. I don't think anyone's ever called me princess. mm Unless they're in, like, in a shitty way. Like, they're like, okay, princess. <laughs> <I had> that. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I was, like, would... I never wanted to be a
0: princess mm-hmm. either. Me neither. I mean, I wanted to be Belle. But she's She was not reading. Really, yeah, she was reading. She was better than everyone in her town. Yeah, she was better than everyone in her town. <laughs> she fell in love with some monster man. Mm-hmm. Turned out he was a cool dude mm-hmm. who owned a castle. hmm She had friends who were teapots.
1: Mm-hmm. I wanted to be Ariel, but I didn't understand. Like, I just wanted to be a mermaid. I was just like, I don't get why she wants to leave her dad. Like, I don't get why she wants to stop being a mermaid. Like, why? It's pretty fun under the sea. Yeah. I was like, why would you? And I remember fixating on the fact that you can swim upside down. I was like, but you can swim upside down. (laughs) You can swim upside down. Yeah.
0: You could swim upside down, Kelly. Right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I meant like your mode of transportation, like walking. You can't walk upside down. But swimming, you can swim upside down. Yeah. I, did, like, I just liked the three-dimensional aspect of, like, you can go...
0: Did you like when you'd ride in a car and you'd sit in the way back and you'd face backwards?
1: Oh, that's fun. I yeah, liked really that. That's really fun. Because I liked that shift. We
0: had a station wagon uh, with a back seat <gasps> oh, like that or lucky. way back. And my cousin, who I didn't see him that often, like, whatever, every three months or something. He lived in a different state. But when we would ride places, we'd be like, we want to sit in the way back. And then we would do, like, a morning show. Oh, cool. As if the back windshield was, like, the camera. How cool. And we would, like, introduce guests. And we would, like, talk about the news. Oh, my God. What? the so <laughs> cute. It was, like, we were the hostings of the Today Show. In That's the back so the cute. Gap. Um,
1: Yeah. That's cool. I was a little ham bone. Mm-hmm.
0: Ham bone. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, like, it's sort of like improv. I, was performing. <laughs> I wasn't performing for a lot of people.
1: No, you're, you're, you're just performing for yourself and your partner. Uh-huh. Yeah cool
0: yeah like our shows (laughs) like our show sundays at seven
1: (laughs) yep come to the nerd school that's only true
0: for next sunday
1: Mm -hmm. or this
0: sunday or last sunday look these come (laughs) out after we record
1: them (laughs) we may or may not be there just come anyway it's fun oh come anyway and honestly
0: i know we're not at plugs but there's lots of fun comedy happening we're usually paired up with another team It's going to be starting to mix up starting in September. So, Mm -hmm. like, if you come see us every week, you might see a different team every week. Mm -hmm. So, check NerdistSchool.com.
1: NerdistSchool.com slash shows. Count. Just go there and click on shows. (laughs) Also, go there and click on uh, podcasts, too. Check that part out.
0: I don't know. Are there any good podcasts at NerdistSchool? Ha, (laughs) ha, (laughs) ha, ha. That was your—is that the best you could do? No,
1: there are a lot of really fucking good podcasts at this school. You guys should check them out. Um, I really loved Cordy's drawings.
0: Yes, they were amazing. Oh. But, oh, what's up? No, no, go ahead. Um, I did feel like her, uh, her casting session, and I don't know, I've, I've done a lot of audition scenes in improv, mm-hmm. and I've watched a lot of auditions on TV. Mm-hmm. If someone fucks up as badly as she does with her first take... They're not going to ask for They're it not going to ask for another... T- Why? That's a waste of their time. Yeah. They're going to be like, okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. And they'll be nice to you. Yeah. I think there's probably a lot of fakeness because mm-hmm. you're just being polite. Yeah. But you... I mean... And again, I also read a lot about auditions. Like, mm-hmm. this is not from all the auditions I do. But it seems like they kind of know what they're looking for.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you come in there crying... They're gonna be like, okay, uh, thank you.
0: It was nice that they provided a prop for her, though.
1: Yeah, because I think usually you have to mime things, right? No, sometimes you can. They'll give you. They'll a, give you stuff with a stain on it. That's pretty intense. I've never right? done that. I've never done. I've never done a commercial audition. Oh, I just took that class. <laughs> I was like, rogue demon hunter.
0: So yeah, uh, highlights of this episode, and it's funny because we decided, and by we, I sent you the text because I really loved the Halloween part mm-hmm. of that speech that we did. But when it came to Angel's bitterness about the coffins, I was like, should this be what we yeah. do at the beginning of the show? Because so I love it. It's like, Angel develops his sense of humor so much on this show. Mm-hmm. And so it, like, I had for, because we spent years with Angel mm-hmm. being angsty and just tiring. Tiring. Just like, <laughs> I mean, he was in love and no, 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 but like not fun. And now he's so fun. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it, and maybe this is another fanfic that you guys could write for us. <laughs> Uh, but like, I don't know if Buffy's gonna like
1: Goofy Angel. No, like I know. if they like did
0: like end up on a desert island, like once they save the world enough and they ended up together, like is she? He is way more of a sense of humor than anyone she dates. No, I know. He's I a know. goof.
1: Yeah. Um, I think he's better for having gotten away from her a little bit. Yeah, I think he's developing a personality. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of developing,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, we go? uh, Wesley has become a rogue demon hunter. Yeah, which he's the rogue. Mm-hmm. The yep. demons are not rogue. No, he's the rogue. Um, which is kind of silly because there's no confederation of demon hunters, right? No, there isn't. All demon hunters are, I think, rogue demon hunters. Yeah, I mean, Except I think for maybe the Slayer.
1: I think he's like looking at. He's so used to the uh, Watchers Council, so he's just like, I'm a rogue demon hunter. Like I think he's, he's just like is reactionary,
0: and even before we know it's freaking Wesley. It is not after the episode with the scourge. Yeah, I wasn't, some dude on a motorcycle and leather pants. I don't care. No, I'm not I did that not scared. Care. He's not even hurting you. No, he's just run. He's just following you. Yeah, Ch- chill out, buddy. And his tiny crossbow. Yeah, it was. He was. I don't know what it would be like if I didn't know it was Wesley, but I was not intimidated by him. I was not worried no. about the demon. Um, though I did like, and I know he turns out to be a creepy semi-rapist, mm. definitely sex la- or slave
1: trader. But
0: when, when she says, like, have you looked in the mirror lately? And he's like, every chance I get!
1: <laughs> I know. That guy was such a cartoon. He was I like, hey, it. ladies!
0: And I wonder, again, it's hard because we've seen this before, but, like, there's a part of me that's like, are they trying to make us think that this is going to be new Doyle? Oh, God. Are they trying to make us think, like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the new guy on the team? Yeah, probably. But he turns out to be evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cordy kisses him, of course. Mm-hmm. Also, and I've never kissed my boss, but. Yeah. That's a. It was. One would think that your boss would stop you. hmm. Instead, he's just one like, second what? in, two seconds in, three yeah. seconds in. So long. They kiss for. Especially for a kiss that they both are like. This isn't really. This isn't very good. Yeah. Like, I get why she and Wesley kiss for a while. He like, like,
1: grabs shit. her hips. Oh, he's like, oh my oh, God. Oh, he oh. has his arm. Oh, oh my yeah. God. He had, he's learned some moves. Yeah. On he, the from that dirty demon entering. <laughs> demon demon. He, he learned
0: some shit. <laughs> but yeah. They kiss for way too long. For it's not like she said we have to kiss. I want to see if I can transfer this thing to you, and he's like, "Okay, I'll take it." And then they kissed. No, he just thinks Cordy is kissing him, Mm -hmm. and kisses her nonplussed, but for five seconds.
1: Mm -hmm. So long, so long. Yeah, I think he's so not used to having women approach him like that. Maybe he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna freeze, (laughs) like a T-Rex. Like if you don't move, she'll go. She won't know see through movement. Clever girl. <laughs> um, That was me um, setting you up for an impression. Yep.
0: You did great. Great. Thank you. Um, Also while she's kissing him I was distracted. Maybe this
1: is why he didn't know what to do
0: by the cutouts on the shoulders <laughs> of her sweater.
1: <laughs> because they first of all were uneven. Uh-huh. I did not know. And also I just don't why. Yeah. Why does this need
0: to be I mean maybe <laughs> like Cutouts in your armpits for like airflow, <laughs> but like cutouts, like what?
1: <laughs> like, oh no, I gotta shave my pits because I'm wearing this sweater.
0: <laughs> but like that would be practical. <laughs> but in the shoulders, there's nothing. I mean, to show off your shoulders. <gasps>
1: I'm sorry. I'm just so fixated on this cutouts in the pits. It's like anytime you raise your uh, arm, people are like, oh my God, you have a hole. You have a hole. And you'd be like, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's a thing. It's a luck. (laughs) Uh, It's
0: sewn on. Yeah. Well, and that place also has a seam in sweaters. Mm -hmm. There's a seam on your armpit. There's no seam. seam. Yeah. Those are just holes you cut out. Mm -hmm. It was weak sauce. It was. It was really um, distracting. <laughs> was, yeah, and so I was like, "Oh man, no wonder Angels like doesn't know what to do. He's yeah. looking at those shoulders." Yeah, um, Wesley wears too much leather. Uh-huh. He's wearing like a Canadian tuxedo of leather. leather,
1: and he makes so much noise when he walks around. Oh my
0: god! And then he like has to play with himself. I was, was that a balls joke or a dick joke or like a combo joke?
1: I think it a was a combo. Joke? I think it was just genitalia.
0: Genitalia, but is he I was... not wearing
1: undies? That's my question.
0: Does he not know about the boxer brief? Yeah, maybe he's wearing boxers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be so. You know, you know what the thing is? Those boxers are probably just ridden oh, up. Like yeah, his, they are. his, like junk is just out. Well, because those were not tight black leather pants. No, so there's a movement. They, they
0: were like as there was as much ease in them as in his khakis later. Like there's, yeah. he could oh, stick those both linen, hands in those, those linen pants, khakis, which he carried on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How does he usually wear those clothes? Oh my God. When he, okay, yeah. So every, when he's wearing his boxers. Yes. Uh, underneath his uh, <laughs> leather pants. And like every step he takes, the boxers like ride right up oh. and they just stay. And then so they just keep going up. So it's like a little baggy diaper. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it's almost a thong in the back. It's like, it's like a cheeky panty.
1: It's a, a tot something. There's something in between um, a thong and a like cheeky panty. Oh. It's called like a tot. I forgot what it's called. Okay.
0: Because cheeky is between a thong and a. Bikini. Bikini. And then you go boy short. Yeah. So boy short bikini. Boy short. Oh yeah. Boy short. Hipster. Bikini. Cheeky. Thonkini. (laughs) Thonky. I don't think it's called. It's a thonky. Thonky. Everyone knows. It's (laughs) definitely uh it's it's a chong. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right, which is sexier? A chong or a thonky? I have so much water in my bladder. Okay, do you need to take a break? No. <laughs> no, let's finish it.
0: Um. <laughs> I thought that the yellow goo monster fight mm-hmm. was pretty fun. Yeah, it was. I mean, we find out later he w- the yellow goo monster was dying. dying. so <laughs> Less impressive in retrospect. But it yeah. was like a fun, because this is a very silly episode. I don't know if we've communicated that. Very silly. The episode before was... Ser- pretty serious took everything very seriously yeah people were fighting for their lives someone sacrificed their life it was like very serious mm-hmm. and then parting gifts is much sillier I mean we have all these kissy-poo things mm-hmm. we have Wesley trying to be badass like yep. it's very silly Um, and so the fight was silly but also like fun like yeah. I-, I just really thought that was like I don't know it felt like an adventure
1: yeah no it, w- it was a romp
0: yes it was absolutely a romp and then Cordelia and Wesley kiss mm-hmm. I wrote
1: surprisingly good yeah <laughs> honestly like i was i was into it
0: yeah i mean it's funny because i i think this is the end of that for me but like i'm almost shipping them in
1: this episode no i know i don't i'm know not I going to that, in the future yeah,
0: but right now i'm like oh mm-hmm. oh okay mm-hmm. good good god good golly miss yes, molly yes um uh, you sure like the ball
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: um uh
1: Oh, there's That's, something that happens that I hate.
0: Okay, tell me about it.
1: Which is one of my pet peeves for when people are talking on the phone in movies and TV shows. Uh-huh. Where they repeat too much.
0: <laughs> so that,
1: like, we know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Where he's like, of course I got the kungai horn. But yeah. I found something even better. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we already kind of knew that you were the guy that got the kungai horn. And
0: it's so dumb, too, because, like, all you have to do is make it a voicemail message. Mm-hmm. Just make it be like, I don't know why you're not answering your phone. Or, like, a beep sound. Yeah. And then you just say your message. Because yeah. you might still say that. You might be like, I got the Kungai horn, yeah. but now I might have something better.
1: Call but, me back. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, some we are meant to believe mm-hmm. that the other person was like, did you get the Kungai horn? Or even, did you get it? And he's like, of course I got the Kungai horn. You wouldn't... Like, it's like when someone's like, did you get the tickets? And they'd be like, of course I got the tickets. Like, I feel like or it's it's like it's very heavy-handedly meant to like reveal this thing to us as the viewer yes. where the person's just like repeating too much or saying too much mm-hmm. like when you normally just be like yeah it feels like the beginning of an improv scene Mm-hmm. when like, you're just like so much information because yeah. well, you have to because it's yeah. all invented yeah. when you're like um teacher you're my teacher i'm in third grade um i don't have my report that you expected me to turn in huh
0: <laughs> i know that there's a reason there's no one else in this classroom it's because it's between classes <laughs> ring oh that's the, that's the sound <laughs> i guess the bell rang, so we probably should do something <laughs> no be careful if you mention sound effects in a scene because oh, yeah. your back line is gonna make those yeah. happen and also
1: you don't need to make the sound effects. <laughs> if you're in the scene, you don't need to do it. <laughs> Just let it happen. But once you do, you got to do it forever. You have to. That's like you
0: can't that stop. That is the danger. Because like, now this is an improv podcast, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, yeah. Once you set the expectation for the audience mm-hmm. that if there's a sound, someone is actually making it, mm-hmm. they got to make all the sounds mm-hmm. for the rest of time
1: mm-hmm. until you die, and you will. And that will be the last thing that people will remember you uh-huh.
0: Um, But yeah, I, did I I probably have told you, I have a phone TV problem, too. It's when people put, and it's true, people do it with headphones now, too, sometimes. If you put your phone, but you put your, the phone up to your head, but on the outside of your
1: hair, <laughs> yeah. no one in real life. I've, they do that in TV shows, too. It's so like much. Just placed, I'm like, first of all, nobody, there's a reason why, because my hair is too long to do what you're, yeah. too short to do what you're doing, which mm-hmm. is like putting it kind of just back. Yeah. I always have to put my hair back. Sure, unless it's really short. Which yeah, it probably will be in like two hours. Going to cut it today. <gasps> are you getting it cut? Or are you doing it at your house? I'm just getting. it cut. I'm just going to do my normal thing that I do, which is like chin length. Okay, but you're getting
0: it cut, mm-hmm. or you're cutting. Okay, my question was: Are you cutting it with scissors yourself, or going oh. to a place? And you're like, I'm just going to get it. I'm just going to oh. cut it. And I'm like,
1: okay. What does that mean? What yeah. does that mean? Uh, no, but I do cut my own bangs. You do a great job. Thank you. You have kind of like really good hair. Oh, thank you. You have very good hair.
0: That was not I, thank you. But it's like I'll, I'll it's like, it.
1: like like I I feel like if you were like I take like 1500 milligrams of biotin bio every day like I'd be like girl I believe it.
0: That's so nice. I don't. Now I like what if I did it could even be better. I right now uh I had green hair and it's washed out so it's starting to kind of look like I've been in a pool. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What are you going to do? I,
1: don't,
0: I think I'm going to go color again. Yeah. I'm doing a meet I'm seeing a bunch of people that I haven't seen since college. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need to, I want to look good like yeah. not, not no, like i want like it fun and funky. exactly so i'm like i, I need to either dye it or cut it mm-hmm. i feel like keep the length
1: yeah i mean look honestly dyeing it is a f- a great way to add a lot of pizzazz and personality exactly thank you you're welcome
0: um this has been hair corner <laughs> um oh okay oh now i remember what it was angel is so rude to that guy who wants to know where the massages are
1: i know no he reason doesn't re- you can just be like i don't know also, do we know what kind of massage
0: parlor this is? Or is it a massage parlor? Is it a YMCA? No, it, it's a Korean spa. Oh, it's a Korean spa. Okay. So it makes a lot so more. So why sense. are they yeah. wearing so much clothes?
1: Right. No, you, Korean spas are nude you're as nude fuck. as anything. And you and you must be nude to go in there. Yes. And Angel you, should not be allowed in yeah. there.
0: Angel how funny would it have been to have Angel because you know if you've done Korean spa, right? No, I've never done it. Okay. You there's like the naked parts are when you're with you're not co ed. Mm-hmm. There's a co ed part, the mm-hmm. gin Bang. thing. And that part, they give you, like, long, ugly gym shorts that are, like, this oatmeal <laughs> color and t-shirts. Uh-huh. So, like, that's what you wear when you're, like, seeing dudes or whatever. No. I made it
1: Like, when like, you're just, like, around other people. Yeah. Yes. So, like,
0: when you're just with the girls in the actual spas, mm-hmm. it's naked. And then you have these little outfits that look, like, almost like gym clothes, but mm-hmm. for adults. And that's what you wear when you go to, like, the mud room and the mm-hmm. ice room and the... All the other... It's really fun. Yeah. And relaxing and all that stuff. Yeah. But, like how fun would it have been to have Angel yes. in that outfit? in his little oatmeal outfit. If, like, Song or whatever that guy's name was. Was it? I wrote it down. Yeah. Um. Well, if that guy was like, here, you have to wear this. And he's like, no, not the outfit. And he's like, Angel, you And he just wear points it. to a sign and it yes. says, you must wear. <laughs>
1: Angel <laughs> in
0: that t-shirt and gym shorts would so have funny. given me life. It yeah. would have changed my life. But here Remember.
1: I am. Here we are. Mm. Um, um, but no,
0: uh, that's another thing that I didn't know about until I moved to LA. I don't Korean's know if boss. they have them. I mean, they might have them in DC. I just didn't know about it. Yeah. Um, certainly my mom does not go to spas. Mm -hmm. My mom's not a spa lady. Yeah.
1: So Uh, I don't know how I
0: would have known about it, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, I only started really knowing about them when I lived in K-Town. Okay. Because, I mean, there's a ton of spas there. No, it's so, it's like. It's also recently blown up that white people know about them. I feel like. (laughs) You're like, Ryan, you wouldn't have known about it because you are so white. No, I just mean like, um, it hasn't been a mainstream thing. Sure. That makes sense. For a while. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm within maybe the I'm past like three years. I don't think you're you're behind the times. That's what I'm saying. Um, Sorry. I didn't mean to be like you're fucking white as fuck. Oh, I am. so I'm pretty fucking white,
0: <laughs> I think. But I try to be conscious of how white I am. Yeah. So I'm not like an oblivious white person. Right. That's why I try. I try. You're woke. I try to be woke. I'm conscious. I, I think that you're woke is a thing. Yeah. You like, you know what woke I is. know woke means or I'm pretending really hard right now yeah, no. yeah. in know, your head you're
1: panicking you're yeah. like screaming <laughs>
0: you're like, I don't know <laughs> um, no but you're you're woke I'm woke uh, but I also like the Korean spot. though I do think it's when to- you went to a Korean spot. I've never been to one yeah I mean Me I was gonna say we should go but it's weird because it's like saying hey we should go hang out naked together yeah you be nude did Which you go with that- people when you mm-hmm. went and you, you were, were nude with- around them yeah I've been with different friends I've been with Vanessa a few times mm-hmm. um friend of Hellmouthy yeah did you like it um i did it is weird because you kind of have to play it off right because you don't want to be honest that like it's weird to be naked around mm-hmm. people but like that's really true it's mm-hmm. so, like you have this like insecurity in your head and then you just try so you like fake it hard right mm-hmm. you're just like yeah i'm gonna be naked i mean mm-hmm. it's no it's it's just like getting brunch but we're gonna be naked it's yeah. totally cool and then you get there and like the first and you have to like you go in you take off all your clothes you go you have to take a shower before you're allowed in the spots which mm-hmm. totally makes sense but like, yeah so you like
1: i, I appreciate that. So that
0: part so you're just like in this like okay it's like a locker room naked okay mm-hmm. okay And then you come into like the spa area and everyone is naked. There's adult women. There's old ladies naked. There's little girls naked. Mm -hmm. Everyone's naked. Everyone doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And so it takes about like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But after 10 minutes, you're just like, yeah, we're naked.
1: Mm -hmm. And you're not really checking people
0: out. Like, at least I wasn't. Like, I think you could. But but... yeah.
1: Did they give you little flippy floppies to wear?
0: (sighs) No flippy floppies. And the towels are tiny. So there's not even like wrap yourself in a towel. The Mm towel. I mean, maybe if. Maybe you could use a towel around your hips. Maybe, maybe, but it's not going to wrap. Mm-mm, no, it's not like a body towel. Okay, and you're not supposed to. I, I've been to a few different ones, but like did you go to Q Spa. Uh, no, I went to We. Oh, We and Olympic. Okay, and there's another one. Uh, but like, so you, so like, I don't think you're allowed to bring your towel. Mm-hmm. Behind it's they're really trying to keep it hygienic.
1: Yeah, I like I, that's I the idea, and that. I
0: I totally appreciate that too. Um, uh, what I need to do, and I've been <laughs> thinking about this, but. Because they also do the body scrub, which I haven't done. My where friend they did scrub that. Scrub you head and just
1: take all your skin off. She, and she was like, "That woman was scrubbing me in places I have never scrubbed." Yeah, and she was like, "Can I do this?" And she was like, "Please, yeah, by all get, means, it, get it gone. Just get it gone. Get it gone."
0: I'm thinking like a post summer.
1: Yes, get that yeah, fresh baby skin exactly. for winter. <laughs> so like, put lotion on it. I feel like any any change in the seasons, you need to get that fresh baby skin. Yes.
0: So I think that next time I go, to the, that's in my head of, like, next time at the green spa, I'm going to mm-hmm. get my body scrubbed off.
1: Have you done the DIY, like, get baby skin thing? Is it with sugar scrub? Yeah. Have you done Wait, it? Wait, is it the the, the one? oil and sugar scrub? Yes. And the cheapy razor?
0: Yes. Wait, I did I've that. only done
1: it on my legs. Yes, I do on my okay. legs. And it is a – well, because, like, I don't want to, like, shave, like – I don't yeah, know. I've never tried. I feel like you could though. You could, you could, and then you just have if like, you wanted
0: like Korea spot. I mean, I don't yeah. shave my arms yeah. like in life, so it would be weird
1: because I probably would because
0: I because then you have arms, to so keep doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah. One
0: either I wish that I wasn't socialized to mm-hmm. value smooth legs. Yeah, or that like if I could, I would go into a laser machine.
1: Oh, for sure, it's just expensive.
0: Yeah it's I would, so expensive <laughs> it's so expensive and it's like a long-term yeah no you thing. have to go sessions and you have to like grow hair out and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and
1: it's oh god what a nightmare um
0: i would get my pits done
1: i would love to yeah. never have to think about pits. Again. oh thank god i would
0: also and i, I don't know if i, I just I was about to say it but i don't know if it's 100 percent true but i think sometimes like i would get the like injections so you never sweat again
1: oh what yeah. happens is you
0: sweat other places more mm-hmm. but i would because lo- armpits are not easy to freshen
1: Look, they're like tucked in. I have certain places that sweat too much, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah, I get the upper lip sweat, mm-hmm. which I fucking hate. I've never noticed from you. I just said because mm, I also get. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it. it is so annoying. I'm mm-hmm. like, why there? Like, it's so front and center. Yeah. Why? I mean, honestly, I'd rather have it like my forehead. Yeah. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. your hairline. Yes. Great. I have bangs. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um. But yeah, like certain, like yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it would make you sweat other places. Yeah. My which, uncle had to get it on his palms. Because he's got real sweaty palms.
0: Not anymore. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> now he just sweats at the places. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Angel is very inappropriately dressed for the Korean spa. Yeah. Even that guy. That guy had a huge towel for the Korean spa. I was like, Yeah, bro.
1: But also, he doesn't. You,
0: yeah. Just tell the guy with the massage. Sorry, you've been here before, Angel. Don't. Yeah. Front with us.
1: It was just so like he could have. That would have been so funny if he was just like, oh, just like over, like around the corner. Yeah. That would be so funny. And they be like, um, and by the way, just, to, I don't know if you know,
0: but you tip in cash in the room. Yeah. Uh, they don't have envelopes up front.
1: Yeah. And um, like, just, just, you know, like, you probably shouldn't bring your own towel. And, yeah. I don't they're know, not going to They're going to get mad at you about that. So just like yeah. hide it if you can. Yeah.
0: That's like very white of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, I know you're a demon, but like. You seem really white right now. <laughs> uh, you are not quite woke. Yeah. you're Not in, quite. Not quite. You're in that, like, that REM <laughs> thing right now. <laughs>
1: um Did you notice that uh Angel and Cordelia use artlocator.net? No,
0: that's amazing. <laughs> it was like the
1: shittiest website ever.
0: Uh, did you know? I thought you were going to say, Did you notice that Cordy has a tram stamp? Tramp stamp? Yes,
1: I did notice it. I didn't realize Chris
0: Carpenter had one. Yeah, me neither. And then I was like, Oh. Because at first I was like, Is this a character moment for Cordelia? I was
1: like, Nope. There probably be also,
0: something. did Angel's tattoo go away or we have just not seen his back? I don't think we've
1: seen his back, okay. or at least that part of his back.
0: Yeah. Because even in the like when he was having sexy times with Buffy, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but I also wasn't. Because there's that scene where he's like, we see his tush. Yeah, we see his boot. So I think we should have seen it if it was there. Yes. But yeah. I don't remember. I, maybe I was distracted. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about the fr- refrigerator.
1: <laughs> refrigerator? Yeah, the refrigerator part. Um, okay. But yeah, so like I thought it was nice that like at the beginning of the episode, Cordelia's kind of like, We're all we have now, like we're family, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then it ends on a very family note. Oh, 100%. Where they're eating breakfast together and they've brought Wesley in. Yes. And Wesley is so
0: desperate for it and it's very
1: sweet. Everyone wants somewhere to belong.
0: It's true. Um, Also, I think this is the beginning of retconning Cordelia into a 20-something
1: because she that is was absolutely so not a fun. 20-something. No, yeah, when he's like, what are you, 20-something? And she's like, uh-huh. <gasps> and you're like,
0: no. You're like 19. You're maybe 19 if you had a summer birthday.
1: Yeah. So maybe. But you might actually even be 17. I
0: mean, you could be anywhere from 17 to 19, but you are you're absolutely not in your 20s. In nope. I mean, you look it. Yeah. You live like it. Yeah. Everyone treats you like it. But I think now... I think the show has decided she is. Yes. Um. Also, and this is a small point, mm-hmm. uh, but the auctioneer... The first thing we see him sell is the horn from the poor dead demon, mm-hmm. which was sad because that demon's dead now. Mm-hmm. But he's selling the horn. And then after he sells it to the highest bidder, he talks for about 30 seconds about the different things you can do with that horn and why it's a good piece to buy. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, uh, you got the yes. It. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. Like You should have uh,
1: s- sold it hard yeah. before.
0: You don't sell it after the guy bought it and the price is locked. It's too late. It doesn't matter yeah. if you could murder your wife with it.
1: Also, are we like... Living in a highly inflated world, I did not think that they sold Cordelia for that much. $30,000? Well,
0: they started the bidding. And she mentioned it. But they started the bidding at $2,000. And again, maybe it's because
1: I'm thinking of her, Mm -hmm. not her eyeballs.
0: Yeah. If it's just her eyeballs, $30,000, maybe that's how much eyeballs cost.
1: But I don't know. I feel like for any kind of black market item, I just am imagining much more money. It just, But again, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like
0: it's probably, I don't know what the resale value is of yeah. the seer's eyes. I don't even know, honestly, because the power even? isn't... Yeah, and is the power in her eye? Yeah, and it's also, the powers that be are going to, like, cut the supply line of visions yeah. if she's not helping Angel. Without Angel, I don't know that she's worth anything. I don't know. I don't. At least as a seer. Yeah. Um, But it was interesting that there was a slave auction and we had a black lady buy her. hmm <laughs> But again, no acknowledgement that it was a slave auction. Um... And Wolfram and Hart seems to be behind all the bad things in this town. I know. I wonder if we'll ever spend more time there. Unknown. Isn't it weird that we, we've we now met like three or four different lawyers? Yeah. Why not have the same lawyer play all those parts? Do you know what I mean? Probably
1: cheaper. Cheaper. But like they're very small parts. Mm-hmm. You got to pay someone. Like. Yeah. But maybe if they're like a recurring role, they have to get paid more.
0: But I don't know. I feel like Wolferman Hart would be scarier if there was some consistency. Yeah. I agree. But no one asked me.
1: Um well.
0: Have we I think we've covered it.
1: Yeah, I think we've covered it. Uh do you have any thoughts in general about these episodes?
0: I think they're good episodes. I think it's sad to lose Doyle. I think that, but it also is like launching us towards what the show is going to become. I think they are both better episodes than what we've seen pretty much all along. Yes. So, um, I think we're on the upswing.
1: How about you? Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I also appreciated how quickly the turnover was Mm -hmm. like, like, okay, what's his name? Doyle's gone, but now Wesley's here immediately. And we have like a goofy guy that's goofy in a different way. Um, and I'm excited for what is coming next, uh, which we have.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be two episodes, for the <laughs> yep. next
1: show. Somnambulist, s- somnambulist, and expecting. Do you remember those ones?
0: Um, I read the description of.
1: Some- som- is that
0: how you say that word? Somnambulist, because it's like Somnambulist? Somnbul Somnambulist. Somnambulist.
1: Really? You think "som" is the emphasis?
0: Som somnambulist. Like yeah. insomnia, because it has to sleep, right?
1: Oh, I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Uh we will get into all of these things including the definition of the word som som
1: somnambulist. I think it's somnambulist, but I could be wrong. Uh cool. Oh, it means sleepwalking.
0: Why do they just fucking call it sleepwalking? Sleepwalking.
1: Sleepwalker. Um, That's what the stupid episode is called. <laughs> now. Um but yeah, uh thanks for tuning in you guys. Please subscribe. Please write a nice review about us. We need it, man. I mean, honestly,
0: you can write any review you want. Give us 5 stars though. Give us 5 stars if you think we've earned 5 stars. Yeah. And if we haven't, send us a personal email, not on iTunes, about how we can fix it. Mm-hmm. Then we can fix it for you and then leave mm-hmm. your stars.
1: Yeah. And then leave your stars. <laughs> All the
0: stars. Okay. Well, goodbye. Goodbye.